Hey there, my name is Wendy, and I'm an environmental toxins lawyer who is obsessed with showing women how to toss the toxins out of their life and embrace a more holistic lifestyle. I'll be dishing up bite-sized but binge-worthy episodes on all things detox, low-tox, and what's that toxin? And what is it really doing to my health? I'm breaking it all down for you, separating the myths from the facts and pulling back the curtain on the products and beauty industry. You'll hear my unfiltered and sometimes unpopular, but honest opinions. No topic is off limits. We'll dive into what's really causing our thyroid issues, hormone imbalances, infertility, and more. Think of it as a crash course for all things holistic living, but for real life. You don't have to do everything. You just have to start somewhere. Let me show you how. This is the Detox Dilemma Podcast. Welcome to episode 12 of the Detox Dilemma Podcast. I'm really excited because it is springtime. The sun is out and I already talked about seasonal allergies, which can be a bummer. If you missed that episode, go back one and go listen to episode 11 on natural remedies for seasonal allergies. But the other thing that happens come springtime is spring cleaning. Everyone is taking their winter clothes and they're putting them away. They're gathering up the things that they finally realize they will probably never wear again and they're donating them and they are cleaning out patios and they're getting ready for more time outside and there's just a lot of cleaning going on. So I thought it would be fun to do a bite-sized spring cleaning series. We're going to have three short hot take episodes. This one is going to be all things laundry detergent. And then next week we'll talk about dryer sheets. And then the week after that, we will talk about household cleaning to wrap up the series. I'm going to start with laundry detergent. One, because it's been in the news. It's made headlines lately in the state of New York. And we'll talk about that for a second. But also because the exposure to your laundry detergent is a double whammy, right? You are inhaling the things that you are washing in your laundry and your dryer. It is polluting your indoor air of your home. And you're putting those clothes on your body. So you're getting those toxins topically on your skin as well. And it's in the sheets that you're sleeping in all night long. So this is one of those products in your home that should be close to the top of the priority list when you're looking at swapping things out. And while I'm a big advocate of balance and not having to be perfect, I really think your cleaning supplies are one of those things that is such a simple thing to swap out and actually also something that saves you a considerable amount of money. When you go toxin-free in your laundry, you are not paying for the water that they're putting in these cleaners that they're charging you for. And most people end up spending a lot less and you're ditching the toxins. So it's a win-win. So let's talk about what New York did for a second. I know the headline said New York bans laundry detergent, and that's not entirely accurate. See, there are no national standards for safety of ingredients in this country. These companies that make these products and sell them, they're operating on the honor system. There's no one regulating it. The EPA doesn't regulate the toxins or the ingredients that are put in personal care products in this country. The dispute in New York is surrounded around a chemical called 1,4-Dioxane. 1,4-Dioxane is a known human carcinogen. So it will eventually lead to cause, increase the risk. It can cause cancer. An independent industry group tested a bunch of laundry detergent that is sold in the state 
of New York on shelves in places like Target and other convenience stores. And they tested them for the presence of this toxin and found that many of them had some pretty significant ratios of this chemical in their products above levels that you would want to see. Now, I'm going to argue, I actually don't think that this toxin should be in anything that you bring into your home, but that's just my opinion. The results were concerning enough that the state of New York passed a law. It's going to require that people who are producing any personal care products, so not just laundry detergents, cannot have any product that they're selling contain more than two parts per million of 1,4-dioxane. They're actually the first state to set what is really like a maximum contaminant limit for a product being sold in their state. And that number gets even tighter. By the end of 2023, the law actually goes down and says you can't have more than one part per million. Many of the laundry detergents tested went over this limit already. So those companies are already in the process of reformulating their products to make sure that this chemical is not found in it. Now, I want to be super clear here. These companies are not taking 1,4-dioxane and adding it as an intentional ingredient into their products. 1,4-dioxane is actually a byproduct that is created when you make ethoxylated ingredients. So things like sodium laureth sulfate, laureth 6, perith 12, polyethylene glycol. In the manufacturing process of these ingredients, you get contamination of 1,4-dioxane. There are a lot of companies super not happy about this. The American Cleaning Institute, which represents producers of soaps and detergents, said that the law was ill-advised and could halt the sales of many common household products in New York. And in response to that, I say, good, I'm fucking glad. There are so many acceptable and fantastic natural surfactants and ingredients that you can use in cleaners and detergents and personal care products. And these Ingredients are not necessary whatsoever. All of these companies could decide tomorrow, you know what? It's not worth the risk to have this byproduct show up in our products and risk the health of our consumers and of our customers. And so we're just not going to do it. We're going to use better ingredients. But they don't want to do that because if they did that, then their profit margin would go down or they would have to raise their prices and pass those prices on to the consumers. Back in 2019, there was an independent study of tons of household products and the presence of 1,4-dioxane. And you would be really surprised and saddened to hear the products that had the highest levels, things like Drift, laundry detergent. And it makes me crazy that they advertise this product as safe and gentle. There are a lot of ingredients in Drift that are on my avoid list. So I definitely wouldn't use it even for adult laundry, let alone baby's laundry. Victoria's Secret scented fragrance washes, their body washes, super high levels of 1,4-dioxane. Dawn dish soap, Tide, Gain, Salsen Blue Shampoo was a big one, Pantene Pro-V Nature Fusion, Herbal Essence was really high. There's just no reason or justification for these ingredients to be in these products at all. I would actually personally be happy to see just a all-out ban of this ingredient. If it's carcinogenic, we shouldn't be putting it in our bodies. If we have a better alternative, then they should be using it. So avoiding anything that ends in F, you know, dash E-T-H is a good way to 
try to avoid this issue. Another set of ingredients that you want to avoid when you're looking at laundry detergent is anything that has a fragrance in it. And if you have not listened to episode one on endocrine disruptors and episode two on fragrance, you can go back and reference them. The phthalates that are used in these fragrances are known endocrine disruptors. They mimic our hormones, they cause hormone disruption, reproductive problems, and they've been linked to hormonal cancers, including breast cancer. So look for a laundry detergent that's either completely unscented or the ingredient label specifies the exact fragrance ingredients, that it is phthalate-free or it's a essential oil or only a botanical. Parabens are another class of ingredients you want to avoid. They'll show up as methyl paraben, propyl paraben, butyl paraben, just avoid them. They're also endocrine disruptors and they do the same thing to your body that the phthalates that are in the fragrance do. Those are probably the worst, but there is an entire list of ingredients that you should avoid in my green cleaning guide. And you can download that for free at www.greencleaningguide.com. Something I talk about in that guide as well is greenwashing. There are a lot of companies out there that you're probably buying from because you're trying to be better. You might be buying Method or Mrs. Myers or even 7th Generation, and you might be thinking, you know what? These are better brands. These are safe. They're non-toxic. They're clean. Their marketing is fantastic. And I hate to break the news to you, but all three of those brands use toxins that are on my avoid list. They know they're toxic and they use them anyway. And then they use millions of dollars to market themselves as the clean option because they know that that's what consumers are looking for. They know that you as the customer are starting to care more about your health. You're getting more educated on toxins and they want to sell their product to you. And instead of actually making a product that is legitimately clean and safe, they're spending the money on marketing. And that just really pisses me off. Now, there are some fantastic companies out there that are making super clean, super safe products that work really well. And in the laundry detergent world, companies like Molly Suds are making awesome products that people just rave about. They work so well and they don't have a single toxic ingredient in them. I personally use and love Thieves products in my home. Humble Suds is a great option. Meliora, Attitude, Nellie's. These companies deserve our business. These companies deserve our money. And the more money that we give to the companies that are making products that are truly safe for our families, and the less money we're giving to Unilever and Procter & Gamble and these Clorox companies who own the brands that you think are clean, then that means that those bigger brands will start to have no choice but to listen to consumers and start making safer products. If you live near a Whole Foods, their Whole Foods organic laundry soap is a fantastic option. Rosie powder, which is sold at Thrive Market, is also another good one. You know, when I started this toxin-free journey 10 years ago, these options didn't exist. There was only a very small handful of companies that were making products like this. And I love that there are so many options available. And you can find all of those options available in that green cleaning guide. So if you've already jumped into your spring cleaning, do yourself a favor and put your laundry detergent next on your list of things to clean up. And then I just wanted to take a quick minute to say thank you so much. 
I get so many messages from you saying, oh my gosh, I listened to this episode and it resonated with me in this way and I found a new product and I love it or you've educated me in a way that I appreciate so much or I sent this to my grandmother and I love that. I love getting those messages. I think that the more that we spread the word about these toxins and the impacts of our health and the more difference that we can make. So if you have a girlfriend or a mom or a neighbor, send them an episode that you feel like resonated with you. It means so much to me that you support this movement. And if you haven't had an opportunity yet to leave a rating and a review, I would so appreciate it. It really is. Unfortunately, the algorithm gods of the podcast world, it's really the only way to get this podcast heard by more people. I appreciate you so much and I'll see you back here next week.